Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level, have the best sex of your life, live in a body that you love, let go of worry and stress, and live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. Angie's here, and we have another special guest for you guys. It is Clardy Malujan from the Bodhi Retreat as well. Welcome, Clardy. Tell us how you're doing. I'm doing great. I, I am just a happy camper. I, I did a webinar the other day and everybody was calling me smiley. So I just, I don't know. I'm just doing great. Thank you. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing so good. We're doing so, so good. The sun was shining so brightly today and there was a full moon last night and just riding the wave of that incredible shift in energy. Yeah, it's great. Yes. And you mentioned, Clardy, that it's very, very hot where you are. I actually today thought, I'm like, I'm pretending that I'm in Florida because it's also quite hot here. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. So what is your location right now? Where I'm actually, yeah, I'm outside of Orlando in Florida. Um, I'm in a, in a small community, like a planned community outside of Disney called Celebration. It's a, it's a community that was supposed to be, uh, Walt Disney's plan for Epcot. So it was 25 years ago. It was this really innovative community. And now it's sort of like a, a little mini Disney kind of community, which is fine. It's great. Um, it's a lot of fun. And, um, let's just leave it at that. We want to tell you guys a little bit about who Clardy is, why she's here and what she's doing. So I just want to let you guys know some of the credentials behind this incredible healer, spiritual, just, I just look at you, Clardy, and the aura that you give off is just radiant. Um, but she is, you are a speaker. You are a creator, you are an author, you are a healer. And one of the things that you have actually created is called the Miracle Zone Academy. And so it's an online training academy that offers individual courses and professional certification. Is that correct? Yes, we, we, uh, we're working on right now doing a certification for the healing process itself. So yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And the other thing that I... As I read through the bio and got to know you a little bit more, just from like, aside from interacting and getting to know you personally, um, reading some of these things, I was just like, whoa. Um, and one of the things that actually is mentioned is the importance for you um, and a connection to the science behind what it is that you do. And so for many of us who work in the spiritual or the energy or the healing space, um, that seems to be more and more becoming um, a piece of that puzzle. Uh, whereas before it was like, oh, it's kind of like you just feel into it or you just lean in and you 
and some people, myself included, we, I can just follow my heart. I don't need my head to understand it, but my husband is not, he starts here and moves down to the heart. Right. And so I think it's really beautiful that this is a really special and connected piece to your work. Uh, because I think a lot of people, there's a reassurance in that validity. So when it comes to the science behind your work, I'm excited to dive in on that um, and for you to share for myself, Angela, and our audience on what that looks like and the impact that it's had on the healing space you work within. Oh, sure. Um, well, the the actual... I was doing several things before I started doing the healing piece. So I had already developed what's called the frequency formula, which helps you to identify negative behavior patterns and um, all types of patterns, beliefs, blocks, et cetera. So that was already a piece of my work uh, through like a mindset kind of concept. But I was also working with the law of attraction, doing manifestation, all those things. But I knew I was missing something and um, had this mystical experience and I began to be able to do this energy work. And um, it was so outrageous and it so just blew my mind. It just completely blew my mind. And um, it was so, to me, so beyond anything I had ever experienced before. And not only that, but I was the one doing it, right? And so I, I, I eventually went, I've got to see, I've got to see, is this real? I've got to see what this is. I've got to, I've got to do something so I can understand exactly what's happening. And that's really where the process of going to the scientists got started. Um, and, and then I started calling people and just randomly writing emails and flying places and having random coincidental meetings. And that's really where it all got started. And um, I find it very, I love it. And I love that I did that. And it, you know, I look back on it now and I went, wow, isn't it interesting that you, you knew you were doing it. It was real. It was, it was, it was remarkable and changing people. And, and, but at the same time, something in me just needed some kind of validation, I guess, you know, I just wasn't quite ready to, to own it or believe it, or I don't know what it was exactly, but, but it was, it was also very um, coincidental, synchronistic, just the way it all played out in terms of which physicists I met, how I met them, you know, uh, and the, the, the various things that they did um, in terms of testing me and validating it. So uh, it, it, it is, it's a neat story and I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. And when you say that you work with source field activation, would you be able to explain to our audience what that even is? And then as you're talking about the, um, the physicians that you worked with, what were they able to see from a scientific, scientific perspective about what was actually activating? Mm -hmm. um, when it was, when it first started, um, it, was so powerful that I personally couldn't, I couldn't imagine what it was, but it was somehow so natural to me. It was the amazing thing about it was I was just, I, I knew how to do it. I knew exactly how to do it. I knew at any moment I needed to do it. I knew exactly how to do it. It was always there and it was always just, I mean, it was always done perfectly, even though I didn't really understand what I was doing. I knew exactly what to do. And um, so so what happened was um, I started calling it the energy because to me, it was just the energy. It was and people would say, well, what is it? And I would look at them like, what do you mean? What is it? It's the energy. 
<laughs> it was like that. It was, it's really funny when I go back through the process now. But uh, so, so I started knowing then that it was really a type of energy that I, I, of course, we know what source field means. And of course, we know what it is. It was not something I envisioned that I was going to be able to in any way coordinate or con uh, be a conduit for or whatever it was I was doing. I just didn't know. I didn't have that belief system in place yet. So, um, so when I started contacting the various physicists, um, I mean, in the beginning, I was told, yes, that sort of thing can exist. There are a few people across the world that seem to be able to have that ability. Um, I would say, well, who are they? I want their phone number. <laughs> and, and I couldn't ever seem to get the phone numbers. So, um, so I started then going to um, just some random occurrences where I decided I was going to meet a physicist. And then I decided, well, I was, would use my own manifestation techniques because, you know, they work. And so why not? If I know how to do that, why don't I just manifest a physicist? And so I actually, in that particular one, I did, I manifested someone the next day. I ended up at a, at this big luncheon and I was sitting next to this wonderful man and we had a great conversation and um, he got up to speak and he was introduced as the head physicist at one of the universities nearby. And so that started just a chain of events where I was ultimately um, introduced to a Chinese physicist who had worked with this actually in China. I was very much aware of it, who was not as open as she might have been about talking about it in our community, meaning the Florida community, but she was an expert in it. And uh, so I started speaking to her, asking her things. And uh, one day they showed up uh, literally a day where I was so I, I was overwhelmed by it all. Honestly, it, it was it, 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 it's so amazing that it's really overwhelming. And I, I decided that day that I was just going to stop doing it and uh, that I just couldn't go on. I, I had to stop. I needed to do something else with my life. I mean, it was one of those crises, you know, and my phone rang and it was that it was her. And she said, um, we're coming to your house right now with laser devices. Right. And, and I said, what? what are you doing? And it's like, we're on our way to your house with laser devices. So they show up and, um, they tested and, uh, they basically were able to establish that there was energy around my body that whenever I was, I call it transmitting, which isn't exactly what it is I do, but I call it, that's when I'm connecting to the energy. Um, it, my, the, the field of light or the field of energy around my body was going up five degrees in three seconds. So, um, that's like really impossible for me to do that myself. So, um, from that moment, they were going, no, this is not only real, it is not directly involving your body. You are connecting to a transdimensional energy that is actually outside of you. So, um, so that group of physicists proved that, uh, that, that one of those physicists, um, was actually in a, in a, in a session that she forced me to do for her when she just announced one day, you're going to heal me now. And that happened to me a lot of times. And, um, I, I remember freaking out and going, why did I ever call these people? They're going to prove it. I'm some sort of a, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going, blah, 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 blah. and I always goes gallbladder, gallbladder. And so it was, I then did some work on her and, and she, when she was leaving, she said, um, she said, I just want you to know that I've been to every doctor, every hospital in the world. I was at Mayo Clinic 
whatever, six months ago. And this is the first time in 15 years, my gallbladder has not hurt. And, and she was healed of that condition that day. So, um, so yeah, and then there are many other stories, you know, meeting the Russian guys, meeting that, you know, it just goes on and on and on. So uh, the stories are really quite remarkable in terms of the, of the science. Yeah. So, Clardy, that, I'm just in awe because I, I connect to source energy and I do right. hands-on healing. Yes. I also do distance healing, but I wonder, like, I, I'm just in awe. So what does that so do they just have to be in your presence? Do you touch? Do you, what does that, do you beam? Do you do distance? Like, how does that all, like with the process of it, Angela and I both have the absolute privilege, honor, and blessing of experiencing your meditation, the 11 minute um, uh, magic, yeah. magic meditation. And so I, I just, for our listeners, what does that process look like? How does it, if somebody were to contact you today and say, Clarity, I need a healing. What do I need to do? What would you, what would you say? Um, you're talking about how I actually do a single person healing. Is that what you're asking me or? You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rains around it. Yeah. In, in that case, um, we, I mean, we do it and I say, we, I say, we, so I don't know what that means exactly. I guess maybe I'm talking about the other person too, but I don't know. I'm, I see it as a we because I'm so much in the space of oneness when I'm doing it, that it's not a me as a we always, but in any case, um, so what I, what I would do like logistically, if that's what you mean, um, I would, I would, they would be either in my physical presence or it doesn't matter. They don't have to be, I can, I, I mean, the first few times I did, I have a great story. I'll tell you that'll be, that's funny. Remind me because it's a great story early on that I did, but, but they, they would, we would, we would basically ask them to, I would do a scan of their physical body. I would just see what's, what's up. And I mean, I don't know if you guys do that also, but basically I can see the feels and I can see when something's off. And then I just basically know where to go, what to do and what types of frequencies are required to make that whatever it is, move or shift or change. And um, it's extremely fast. It happens just about instantly. And um, it's it's. Um, there's just a process of a shifting that happens. You, if you were involved in the meditation, we did have some of that happening. So we had people having physical responses right there. I'm not sure if you guys were, I, you were, yeah. I was one of those people. Yeah, you were. I was, yeah. shocked. I was shocked because yeah. Yeah. everything in your presentation is everything we teach about your whole thing right. about manifestation, vibrating higher, all of the, everything when it came to manifestation, we run a course on it. So I'm like, Oh yeah, this is great. At work, we are teaching the right things because look at Clardy and she's teaching the same message. Okay. We are one in that. We go to see that meditation and I was overwhelmed, like completely. And I don't know exactly what was happening. If you were healing me or what was happening, but I just couldn't stop crying. Even afterwards, I needed some time just to go ground and lay on the grass. And I still, I know it was like tears of joy and acceptance of like, you deserve to be a teacher here. You deserve all of the abundance and joy and love and all of those things was what I was feeling. But I couldn't explain what it is that you essentially did. I just know that I was shocked by how overwhelming your presence and whatever it was that you were doing had such a significant impact on me. 
It was, it was absolutely beautiful too, um, for me to see and for me to be present in your presence when it was happening for you. It was exquisite, really. It was beautiful. So, uh, yes, I would just agree that something in you was letting go. You were moving, I would call it up-leveling. I don't know if that means something to you, but you were literally stepping into more of your power, more of your your magnificence and more of your brilliance. And, And it was, I think for you, it was a real coming home feeling. It was, it was just kind of owning who you are and something about that was just a huge relief. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not telling you how you're supposed to feel. I'm just saying what I was feeling that that was happening there in that moment. It was exquisite though. It was beautiful. Yeah. Really beautiful. Exactly how it felt. So you read that, you read that correctly. And even when you asked, um, what was showing up, I know we exchanged a hug afterwards. And I was like, honestly, the best way to describe it is joy. It was just this acceptance when you were doing everything of like, you're meant to be here. You have been divinely guided to be in this exact moment and you should be here. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really incredibly rewarding. And I don't know, I just feel honored. I mean, it's sacred, really. It's sacred work. And, uh, when, when you can, I mean, when I personally can be, and I don't feel like it's me at all, of course, unfortunately, which was, I guess, I don't know. No, not really. But, but just to be in the presence of that and to just be with someone when they're experiencing that, it, it's just, it's truly sacred. It's, it's exquisitely beautiful and it's sacred to me, you know, and I'm very honored to be there. Yeah. So, yeah. Ashley, what was your experience like? So mine wasn't like, earth shattering there wasn't that like I, I and I knew it's interesting because it seems like the the teachers had such deep experiences right like I know another teacher Clardy that was there and she was same as you and she just like she was just vibrating she just couldn't mm-hmm. right she needed time to integrate mm-hmm. um, for me I was in a really just calm relaxed sedated isn't maybe the right word but just like and even as you were giving me the talk down or like the meditation was I was like oh my brain just went to like oh that's like the meditation that I do here is like relax your toes your feet Uh and your ankles and I was like oh it's just nice to have somebody working on me like (laughs) I didn't I didn't feel that like whoa a big one Uh uh-huh yeah. And so when, what would you suggest with that clarity? When it's- well, I, I think it, you know, with any session that I do and, and really we're doing a bunch of mini sessions that whole time. I mean, when I have that, I mean, the groups that I do maybe 60 to a hundred people, I, I haven't really done, tried to do it bigger than a hundred people, but, but in that case, we really are doing individual sessions and every one of them is going to be different no matter what for every person. So, you know, in your case, you, you could have been just lifting some stuff off. You could have been, you know, lifting some stress off. We just, you know, I just don't know. Um, if I could have, you know, talked with you a little bit more, I could have gotten, given you a better idea, but I can't write 
at this moment, obviously. But um, but yeah, it, it, it you were you were definitely in it though, because I remember your eyes. So um, yeah, so uh, it, it's it's a different experience literally every time, and even when I'm doing uh, really deep healing work, like we did with Elise, and I know that she had mentioned it, and I you know we well, she can be the one to t- tell that story, but I'm just saying that uh, the the two experiences that I had with her were very different. And that is absolutely true with everyone. Um, they can have a really outrageous experience. The next one can be more gentle. It can be, uh, you know, it can be doing different things. We can be releasing from different areas of the body. Uh, it, it, it really, it's so self-intelligent, this energy that it just, it really knows what to do and it, and it will do exactly what is the right thing to be done. And I just truly believe that from doing it so much. I just watch it and I'm in awe of it because it knows what to do. Yeah. You know what I just wish is that more people knew about the two of you and what you do. Because so many people, they race off to the medical system with all of these ailments and so much of it, I do truly think can be healed through energy work. So the more that we can spread that message and just get people more open to the idea that sometimes we don't need to know what's happening. We just need to know that it does work. And on the other side of this, you can have your life back. You can um, resolve those traumas. You can let go of so much that may be weighing you down, but we have to be a little bit more open-minded into this space to be able to receive. So what I'm curious, maybe both you guys can shed some light on this piece is does a person need to be open to the idea and ready to heal for this to work? That's a really good question because I've had it go both ways. Um, I do think that um, I've, I've worked on many people that were brought to me by a friend that wanted to help them. And it can go both ways. If they're blown away by it and they think it's weird, um, you would think most of the time it wouldn't work, but it still seems to work, right? It still seems to work. But if you have someone who is really pushing back on it and, and pushing it away, um, they can, you know, they can push it away. They can push it away. But you know, then you have, I mean, I've been called to work on people who were in ICU, who were in a coma, you know, and uh, we were able to, to do it to, for them. So communicating with, you know, with their energetic system, even though they weren't necessarily conscious of what we were doing, although, you know, the, I remember one woman in London that I, that I was in an ICU. Uh, I was working on her in, in either, there was a reason it was, I think it was either 5am there or 5am. It doesn't matter. But, um, I was doing a really heavy, uh, very intense, uh, very high frequency light healing on her because they thought she was passing. And, um, it, it, that gets into a whole nother thing about, you know, what do you have the right to do, et cetera, et cetera. I really trust myself on that. I'm not going to go into that right now, but I, I have to, kind of tap in and know what to do in a situation like that. But in her case, she was able to come back and say at 5am, I can't remember exactly at 5am, she saw this enormous field of light and it was in the room with her. And from that moment, she knew she was going to be okay. And it was true. She got better from there. So was she engaging with me? Yes, I think she was. I think her, her spirit, her soul, her, her energetic being was engaging with me in that. So, um, the other people, boy, it's, it's a, it's a 
it's, it's a tough call. Can we enter? Can we, can we affect people who don't know we're doing it? Yes. Um, do we have the right to do it? That's the question. I mean, do, how do we, how do we get permission is the question. Right. And so I agree with you completely and I liken it very much to, you don't have to understand how, how electricity works. You don't have to understand that when you flick that switch, all this magic happens behind the drywall and voila, you have lights, right? And you can be somebody who believes that lights won't turn on when you flick the switch and they still will. And so I think that with energy work in that you don't have to believe in it for it to work. That being said, if you believe every time that you go to flick that switch, that it is not going to work and you actually don't want it to work. You're going to manifest failures in the system. You're going to, just so that you can prove and manifest to yourself, like, see, I told you light switches don't work. These are garbage. I don't understand it. It can't make sense. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that being open and trusting and believing, it certainly is, it speeds you up. It's almost like the the fast track at the airports, you know, those like little, they speed you right along. Those are your belief and your manifestation and um, your openness. They will speed you along. Right. And so that's my kind of answer to that question. But I think it's in alignment with what you say as a party. And I have a very, I have to do that same thing where I have to tune into their higher self or to their Mm -hmm. energetic being because I do have people who will ask me to send healing on behalf of somebody else. And I have a, I have a tricky time with that because unless that person asks me directly, mm-hmm. it is not mine to get in their soul's path. That's right. I think of my family, some of my family members, they will never, and bless their soul, that's, that's their path. I don't need them to. Um, they will never lay on my table. And that's okay. Um, but there's times when it, certain things come up and I just think like, Oh, but, or people say like, Oh my gosh, did you send your dad Reiki? And I'm like, no, I didn't like it. The, he doesn't want it. And if he does, he will have to ask. Right. And that's that permission of like my soul can't step on your soul's path. I have to honor that. And, um, it's our human egoness that wants um, healing for somebody else because we don't want them to go. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're asked out of ego, right, where it's like, oh, I, I can't bear to live without this person. Please come, like, please send, please. And it's like, yeah, but that's you in your ego needing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so that's where I'm, I'm not sure that's a good answer, answer, and, but that's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, and I think that. I think sensitive, I mean, healers are sensitive, you know, we are tapping into people's energy and we're, we're right there. And I think that, uh, we do have a very strong sense of integrity. I think you have to, I think you don't, you don't even want to do this if you don't. Um, and I think that, uh, we have to trust that we have to trust that. So, I mean, one time I had a woman whose son was in ICU and, um, with, a really very, very serious, um, appendix, burst appendix. And, and 
And that was early on when I was just not sure what to do yet. But I, I, I did it. I made the decision. No, this child need, I mean, you know, I, I, but I went through, I'm just saying you go through the process, you, you, you're in that moment and you go, what is the right thing to do here from my integrity? Do I offer this light in this situation? And, and I don't know, I feel that when I don't get it, like you're talking, I, I, I did not go into ego in that moment. I said, okay, what is the right thing for me to do? And then I just kind of listen. And I do, I do pretty much follow from that point, what I, yeah. what I feel is right. Yeah. But it's and an interesting, it's an interesting question. Yeah. It, but it, I agree with you in that I, I was working with a lady, well, someone quite close to me, um, who's experiencing a miscarriage hmm. and we actually were able to stop that and to protect baby and mm. she carried baby to full term and That's all was all was good. Right. Mm. But it was in that same moment, right. Where it's like, but you do, you just follow with your heart and your soul and you're just like, yeah. you know, the path is so blatantly, so clearly it's not like, should I, or should I, it's just like, mm. this is the path and I'm, we are on it and yeah. we are doing yeah. this and you know, yeah. with every fiber of your being that it's the right move. Right. Whereas if somebody comes to you, even when I have clients lay on the table, the first question that I ask them is, do I have permission to share your energy? Mm -hmm. Right. But there's there's moments where you have permission from just source or their higher self or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter. Um, And you just you know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of what I'm hearing both of you say is that the whole process works pretty quickly almost instantaneously. Like you guys are both talking about crisis where you have to make decisions quickly and the results do need to happen quickly. So how do, how does that happen? Why does your process work like so quickly? Do you know what I mean? Like versus something else that maybe doesn't work as quickly. What makes it so instantaneous that you're able to heal so quickly? I'll let you answer first, Clarity. I I don't know if we have the same process, but I I'll let you. I know my answer, but I I think you have maybe. Um, I was just I don't know when you said it. I was thinking of someone who I I had a healing of a woman with fibromyalgia who had been who had had it for many years, and um, and I it's so interesting because when you're from my standpoint, when I'm scanning and I'm seeing what it is and I see it and I know instantly and I know what we have to do. And when, when it's clear that it's the instant there's a connection and you know, you've connected to the part or to the, wow, this is so hard to talk about to the field that you're trying to work with. When you know, you've got the connection, when you know that you've got the right frequencies and when you know they're flipping, you can see it. And then you know that something remarkable has happened in that moment. You know, you know, and, and by the way, we had a healing that day at Bodhi that I don't know if anyone knows about yet. And I have to, I, that, that, that's a whole, that's another whole story, but I don't know who, who it was. I know what it was, but it's interesting because I knew that with all that, all that was going on, with all the people that we were interacting with, I also saw that. And I know it happened. I just don't know who it was. But anyway, what I'm saying is it is instant. And whenever I see the instant, I 
you know, there's this beautiful person here who has to do their process of, for in my, in my process, they would probably lie down for a few minutes or lie down for a few hours, whatever it is with them. And then I wouldn't really know what has happened if they're healed from something like that. I wouldn't know till, you know, they would say, I feel really different the next day, or they would call me or they would whatever. But, um, uh, I don't know. My, my, my observation of it is that I know instantly. Now, do I always know? Do I always find out exactly that that's what's happened? Um, immediately? No. But do I find out later? Yes. Usually. Does that, is that, does that make sense? It's not exactly what the question was, but yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Ah, amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Ashley, is that similar to your perspective in terms of your process? Yes. So I also want to, I want to pick your brain a little bit, Ange, because you've had a healing from both of us, essentially. Mm -hmm. That has, right? You've had, you've had both, both of us work on you and had, I call them, and it's not every single session, but when I work on somebody and there is that like incredible shift, I call it a miracle session. I just, I don't know what else to call it because I don't have better words for it. And so, and you've experienced miracle session with both of us. So I'm going to come back to you because you might have a better answer than I do. Um, But for me, I didn't really understand. I'm getting clearer on the understanding of it now, but up until this year, I wasn't sure I could answer that question in that I don't know how that happens. I'm here. I pull in the light. It does its thing. And boom. Hello. Sometimes, lots of times people walk away with just like, I have never felt this way before. Oh my gosh, I'm free or I'm clear or that's gone. Or I don't have sciatica anymore or the ringing in my ears is done. It's gone. Um, so, but it was actually through the morning that it, meditations that Elise started the formula. I, I did it in January mm-hmm. and hearing Dr. Joe talk about it. I was like, Oh, that's what it is. I was able to piece together what it is that was happening. And now the way that I practice is even a, is different. Um, so the very first thing is obviously I ask permission for their energy And I take them through this uh, talk down meditation. That's maybe six to 10 minutes. And just to like bring their body, bring their energy to a place of hopefully relaxation. And then I actually connect our hearts because love is, I've discovered this year, um, Mm -hmm. is actually the biggest factor in that healing. That's why I could heal my best friends, I could heal my sister, I could heal, right? Like, that's why that baby, I'm like, I love you. There was no question of, of that, because it's just pure love. And so I know that when I channel that source energy, it comes down through my head, comes to my heart, filters out, comes down and out my hands. Mm-hmm. And so the filtration of love is the part that creates that miracle session. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I've started doing is actually tuning in to their solar plexus, like right here, where their 
inner intelligences. Their brain of their subconscious sits there and I activate it. And so I activate theirs, I activate mine, I activate their third eye, my third eye, the pineal gland. And with that, um, and then, so I actually removed myself completely from telling that golden white light what to do. I just totally handed over to their system. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this here and you're going to do where, whatever it needs to do. And you're going to heal and you're going to clear and you're going to release. And I'm literally just the tube. <laughs> like I, and when people say after they're like, Oh my gosh, thank you. And I'm just like, you did all the work. I honestly, I just get to be here. I just get to show up, witness miracles, give you my hands. And that, like, that's, but I, it's not mine. It's, you're not getting any of, you're not getting any of me. You're just, it's right. And so that's, that's my answer, I guess, to my process. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So in terms of what you're describing um, for the listener and also to bring clarity into that, I went to actually January of, I guess that would be last year. So 2021 after essentially everything bottled up into panic attacks. And I've always just been the like, go getter, like keep on chasing new goals. Just, I didn't know I was burying shit down for 33 years, but it was like, my son reached a certain age and all of a sudden I couldn't keep my life together. Like I was having panic attacks, like couldn't breathe. Um, and so Ashley was a key, um, helper in releasing that. I don't know how many hours I was on your table, but it felt like, um, just a few minutes, but it felt like an exorcism. My, my, my first healing. Well, it wasn't the first time I had Reiki from you, but that was the first time I think I was ready to heal. Um, and it was a really like almost like an out of body experience. Um, I feel as though what I experienced in the group setting with Clardy was again still out of body in the sense that like as much as your conscious thinky thinky brain is like I'm okay, I'm okay, as it's happening when you just let go and allow that light to come into your body, the healing was able to happen, and I just allowed that to to seep in. And honestly, we did breath work the following day, the last day of Bodhi and both Ashley and I had incredible soul shattering experiences there where it's like, I feel like awakening goes like this. It's like you wake up and you realize that you have all of this that you need to deal with and you think you're okay. And you keep on moving forward. And then you realize, oh, maybe there's a little bit more um, that maybe you have to tackle. And, And maybe some of those beliefs are showing up again, or maybe they're not actual ailments of your body in your body that are dragging you down, but there's still just some more clearing. And I think as healers and as people who guide people through the process of transformation, it's essential that we do the work too. And we get um, to work with amazing, incredible healers like both of you to be able to do that as well. But I feel as though there's no shortage of energy work that we as healers can, can have done on ourselves. Absolutely, girl. And I think one of the most powerful things that I see that happens with that. So with the breath work, for example, as soon as you and I both experienced that, it was like, now we need to do this. Right. And so it's almost like you, you have to experience, sometimes you have to experience it to know that that's your next path. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of like slapped us both in the face of just like, what is this? 
oh, now you need to do this, right? And so I think it's doing the work, but also taking on as as the vocation calls you. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like doing the layers and just listening to how those layers come off and what's the best way to do it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the thing I think about awakening, and I don't know if you ladies would share the same sentiment, it almost is just, it, it's coming home. Like, and when you described it, that's how you witnessed it for me. That's exactly how that weekend felt. That's exactly what healing was like. It's like coming home back into your body, coming back to who you've always been meant to be, coming back to like who you were before the world told you that you couldn't be those things. And so I think really awakening is you no longer see us as separate. You see us as one and we are all at home in our own bodies and I think that that part's really cool. How would you guys describe an awakening or being awakened? Clarity first. Well, I think I, I think a lot of it, you know, I, I, I work with the process of what I call the frequency formula in terms of getting, you know, separating from the ego and the mind-based programming, separating from the trauma-based programming. And when you can really get that, um, that kind of rote autopilot programming out of the way. Um, I mean, you're just left with a beautiful, you know, beautiful being that is truly magnificent. I mean, truly magnificent. So I think the awakening piece is allowing and, and kind of allowing that part to just fall away. However that happens. And I think that for the individuals who is experiencing it, I think uh, when you know, one of the things that I think is absolutely true, when you know that you're there, when you know you're finally in, in that awakened state, the, the most powerful thing that I think is absolutely true is that you feel before that happens to you, you feel like you're on a search. You still have to get somewhere. You have to, you still have more that you have to learn. You still have, gosh, there's just, I mean, I know for me, I kept going, God, there's a missing piece. I know there's a missing piece. I I mean, I kept going, Oh God, there's a a missing piece, missing piece. (laughs) But at the same time, when you get the missing piece, when you get there, you know, you a hundred percent know you're there. It, It is such a profound sense of peace and an and inner knowing and a, I don't know, you just know it's real. You know that there's nothing else to look for because you're, you're what you are, we're always looking for the whole time. And, you know, that part of you that is connected to the, all that is, is, is it, it's just like they told us. It's just like, all those spiritual texts, you know, it's all that stuff that we, we kept hearing, but we didn't quite understand, you know, but that sense of being, um, you know, being home, uh, the fact that it's real, this, what it's real, this state, this awakened state, it's the real deal. It's really happens. And you, when you get to it, you know, you're there. And, and I think that's so cool because you, I'm not, I'm not looking for a missing piece anymore. I'm just not looking. I I don't have that force in my, you know, in my being that I have to go do something else or I have to go, you know, change something or it's once you get there, you know, you're there and you know, it's real, you know, we're all one, you know, it's, and you know, you can't go back. (laughs) And, And it's just, you know, it is what it is. 
It is what it is, but there's no search. That's, I think that's the big piece. There's no search left. <laughs> I love that. I, I agree with you. I do think it is a sense of coming home mm-hmm. and what you're describing. The term that I give it is living a life of bliss. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the whole point of why I do what I do because it happened to me, but it's, and living a life of bliss is not about being happy all the time and avoiding the negative and, you know, like avoid suffering. It's that there's beauty in the suffering mm-hmm. that you, there isn't the separation of like, this is good and this is bad, that it's all just like, it's all perfect. It's all beautiful. It's all magnificent. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get to that place of bliss, it doesn't matter what's happening. Mm-hmm. You, and maybe you wouldn't choose it but you accept it and you can actually see how incredible it is. Even if it's a death, even if it's a child pooping on your floor, like whatever it is, you can can see the magic of that moment either as really funny or, you know, really powerful or really moving or significant. Um, But it doesn't break you because there's no fear. Mm -hmm. Right. And you don't see death and you don't, not that you don't see death. You don't see it as a bad thing. You don't see suffering as a bad thing, that it's all just in perfect flow and perfect harmony. And that I think is that coming home feeling, but it's, you know, living life in a blissful state and bliss can mean that you're angry, but you can recognize that. And bliss can mean that you're sad but you recognize that and you can step outside of it and see that it's still really beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're just fully present in the moment and for whatever that means, you know, for whatever happens. Yeah. It's beautiful, really. Yeah. yeah. Now, Barbie, you have a program coming up that I do want to tell our audience about in case somebody's listening and thinking, you know what? I think you're, I think I'm ready to elevate. I, I think I'm ready for my life to be all of these wonderful things that these ladies are describing. So would you be able to tell everybody about that program and what it all entails? Um, I'm assuming you're talking about the 22 day frequency expansion. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it's, uh, this is a 22 day process where, where I deal with all three, um, aspects of my work, which is, uh, what I call high frequency manifestation, where we're working with the manifestation techniques, but we're doing it in conjunction with the frequencies. Um, then we work with the frequency formula, which is the mindset coaching, the release of habits, the release of patterning, um, all of that. Plus, we work with the frequencies um, in, in multiple ways. But I think probably the most important way is that we do uh, direct remote transmissions to every member of the, of the course Um Every, every weekday, we do five weekdays on and two weekdays off. I mean, five weekdays on and two, the weekend days off so that they can integrate the energy. So it's really 22 days of these high frequency energies coming at you, um, and, and working with you in various areas to transform. Um, along with just this fun activities where uh, you're you're getting stuff done, you're shifting things, 
Um, and in the whole process, you're able to release and or to expose and release unconscious patterns. So it's a, it's a really interesting process. And uh, we have incredible results and incredible testimonials from it, uh, simply because I think working with the three things at the same time, like we are in such an intense way, um, really causes people to have very, very quick shifts. So yeah, it's called the 22 day frequency expansion. Yeah. And what kind of shifts are you talking about? So are they going to be happier, healthier, more joyful? What are those end results? Um, it, it really is. I mean, we have people talking about how they, they just feel like they're anchored in their own authenticity. They feel more confident. Uh, we have a lot of people who go on to, to manifest things like money or homes or soulmates. I mean, it, it all that stuff is kind of a given with this one. Um, it, we do have literal miracles happen during the, during the course itself, but I think people just kind of, um, uh, they utilize, we utilize the, the same um, meditation tape that we use there that day at, at the Bodhi retreat. And it's called Remember Who You Are. And remember who you are is so important. And it's part of the process. Not only is it the meditation that they use each day for 22 days, but it's also helping you to get back home to that true, uh, delightful, exquisite, brilliant being that you are, and then being able to step up and we call it step up into your new life. And there's another, um, CD or another uh, MP3 that, that is also utilized as an activation, which you use while you're walking or running or exercising every day. And it also is, um, it also has the uh, frequencies, um, interlaced with it. So you're getting all these multiple types of frequencies, but ultimately you're stepping up into a new life as the true authentic you. And, um, it's just really powerful. People are, you know, stepping up to, into new careers. I mean, it just goes across the board. Whatever it is they're working on, they seem to really uh, just, uh, they have the confidence, they have the belief in themselves and they're able to do that. So it's, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating course. And uh, uh, I think that the results really do speak for themselves. They're, they're phenomenal. Yeah. Mm, so exciting. How much commitment of time would somebody need to be able to give to this program? You're talking about maybe some videos or some connection with you. Are they looking at devoting an hour, five hours? What does that look like from a time perspective? Really, it's funny because if you if if we count both of the both of the uh, MP3s, for example, are around 11 minutes long. So if you count that, I mean, we do those twice a day, right? We do those every day, each of those. Um, it's really, it's not even an hour, maybe a little more a day, not that much. It's not so much about the time you're spending. It's what your, your assignment is to listen to your thought processes, maybe on Tuesdays, for example. And so it's what you're doing while you're living your life. So we're putting, we're putting an awareness every day, a different awareness so that, so that you can, you're living your own life. You're doing what you always do, but you're doing it from a more present place and you're learning from that and you're making shifts automatically from that. So it's odd in that way. It's not that you have to do a bunch of stuff. You just kind of do what you do, but you do it differently and with more awareness. 
And, and then when you're adding the frequencies into that, and we're allowing things to shift and allowing things to dissipate, energies to dissipate, and um, belief processes to change, blocks to go away, um, it all causes the, the process of the results to start happening. So it's an odd thing. It doesn't take a lot of time where you have to set aside time uh, a little bit, but not a lot. It's, it's interesting in that way. So it's, it's, I, I say we're setting up and we're having a party and come to the party, just kind of do what you're told. It's not a big deal. You can, you know, we make, we make them clear, clear clutter for 10 minutes a day in their home. It's a simple little thing. You know, they, they, don't know why they're doing it really. They do it while they're doing something else, et cetera, et cetera. But it's those kinds of things. It's little things they do uh, while they're releasing things that are going to help them to up-level their lives. So, yeah. so cool. Yeah. So cool. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. And people would just head to your website to sign up for that or where would they go? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the programs on our website. We have some other ones. Uh, we do that one every 60 to 90 days. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we just want to thank you for all of your wisdom in today's conversation and all of the light and love that you shared with our audience and also with the souls of both of us. We love that we get to cross paths with amazing women just like you and um, share yeah, these special moments. I do think that all, every single moment is here on purpose. And so I think this is, again, one of those moments. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're both so lovely and I'm so glad we met. And I'm sure our journey together is not over. So we'll see. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely.